Hello, this is Julian Clary. Christopher Biggins. Toby Sawyer. Bridget Fairbrother. Hayley Coppett. Stuart McConey. Hello, I say. Mark Gatiss. And on a Tuesday night, I want you all to listen to... Tuesday Night Out. Tuesday Night Out. Tuesday Night Out. Tuesday Night Out. And WFM. It's not just for the gays. Any old riffraff can tune in. So stay in and listen. Get this party started on a Saturday night. Everybody's waiting for me to arrive I've got lots of style, check my gold diamond rings I can go for miles if you know what I mean This is a podcast from The Gay Show, Tuesday Night Out Downloading this show doesn't mean you're a gay And anyway Nobody knows you're listening. better have then yeah shall we shall we go on then let's woo there you go that's the that's party the party Woo-hoo. started party done are we going to play past the parcel 
Gonna pin the tail on the donkey. Oh, pass the parcel. We can play. What was that? Oh, about? the music stopped. Oh, I get to open the present. Oh, shame. Oh, look, it's biscuits. Chocolate biscuits. Here we go again. Mm. Right, so what's this? It is Tuesday night out. It is. We're here, we're queer, we're not going shopping. Although I have been. Did you? What did you get? Well, I had to go and get some milk, didn't I? Oh, never mind. I mean, there was no milk in the oh. place. How on, the how work on of earth, a co-presenter is never done, is it, earth love? are we supposed to be, you know, having cups of tea? And things. <sighs> Anyone would think, with this, this gale blowing in the background, that we've got the air conditioning on full blast as well. Can oh. you hear that? Oh, I do like it, though. Can you, I can't feel it, can oh. you? Yes, every so often it oh. wafts oh, in my general is. direction. It is warm in here. I feel like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on the menopause, then. No, no, don't worry, you're not on the turn. Look, we're nicking tellies from Powerhouse just yet, then. Really? Never mind. <laughs> so, it's the show for the lesbian, the gay, bisexual and transgender community of Withenshaw. And Manchesterford. And the world. Indeed, anyone can listen to this show. Yes, any old riffraff. Yes. It's not just for the gays, is it? No. no. no, no. So, uh, what have we got coming up on tonight's show, darling? I haven't got a clue. No, neither have I. No. Uh, That's why got, I asked we've, you. We've got, well, obviously, as from our opening tonight, we've got we've got a bit of the burly chassis. We're going to go Shirley-tastic. Yes, because she was on the old uh, eclectic promenade the other night, wasn't she? She was, she was. And, yes, and I've recorded, I even bought a Shirley album today. I've never been a fan. No. Until I saw her on telly on uh, uh, well, on you see, Sunday I night. saw her in concert last year and she was fantastic. Yes, I've, I've been fantastic. So I've got 20 different tracks to choose from. Ooh. I've had some requests already for uh, if people a Shirley would like track. to request a Shirley track, then they can go to our Facebook site. Oh, you can do. Yes, yes. there you go. Uh, or you can actually text us. Facebook.com forward slash Tuesday Night Out. Oh, that one? Yes. I haven't logged into there yet. Well, yes, I'm a bit behind yeah, today. But see, I thought if I do that, people might actually go to it for a challenge. Oh, you see, oh, you're very good. Thank well you, done. Yeah. But they could also text us if they wanted to. They can. Uh, 07530437056. Where is the old gay phone, by the way? Oh, 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 that's in a box. I'll oh, get that right, in a minute. Okay, yes, I've got it. Uh, or you could email us. Tuesday Night Out at live.co.uk. Indeed, indeed. Uh, we'll be having a, a Torch song track later Ooh, on. Oh, have you brought that disc in? Yes, I have, but this I'm week so you're, not, you're not choosing, I'm afraid. I've decided to pick one myself this week because I'm, I'm doing a dedication. Oh, dedication. A dedication. Dedication what is you what you need, yes. If you want to be the best. If you want to be the rest. Ooh. Ooh. Dedications. Do you know, you, you, couldn't get a, you couldn't get a credit card between his buttocks when you hit that top note. Anyway, swiftly on. <laughs> I thought it was you stood behind him with a credit card, was it, going... <laughs> No, 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 you can't. Really, it's amazing. Can we get Norris McWhorter here? Is that the tightest clenched no. buttock ever? We'll end up with Cheryl. Not Cheryl. He said Cheryl Cool. Cheryl Cool. Cheryl Baker um, instead. Oh, I, yes. yes. Mm, she would yes. love to squeeze behind him. This is Julie Esmond Elsh, aka Haley Croppy from Coronation Street, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, you know. Haley's a bit early this evening. I know. Oh, this this headphone malarkey's really. You know, I mean, oh, it's, you shouldn't have your hair permed before having, you came in. <laughs> well, my Marge Simpson look, I thought for the weekend mm, was. But you should have made it so, such a tight perm with hair like that. I don't think. I don't think wire is really you. <sighs> no. Do you remember when? Um, oh, what's her name? Deirdre and Corey always used to have a yes, perm, yes, and whenever does. she had a really dramatic storyline, her perm would get tighter and tighter, <laughs> and the more it's a vent in her neck, one who dress they love. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of speaking of Coronation Street, are you going to talk about Coronation Street? I'm just going to kick it off. Oh, go on. Uh, then. Apparently, Craig Kelly, yes, that's him off uh, Coronation Street and of um, Queer as Folk. Mm. He's and also Strictly Come Dancing. He's also in Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> Somebody described him as wooden. I would not say that his dancing is as wooden as his acting. Oh, is it not? Yes, it is. That oh, was it. Is he just as wooden there as well? Oh yes. dear. He says. Um, it's so back to his partner by Flavia G- 
Kakache. Yes. Does she make coffee? Well, I've done for actually, because you don't watch I've never watched it in life. But you actually pronounce Flavia Kakache quite well there, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Only because I, I use the drinks machine quite a lot. <laughs> uh, scored her low, his lowest marks of the series on Saturday for his Samba. Yes. Craig Revel Horwood said that Kelly's performance was stiff and awkward. Yes. At times it looked like Irish dancing. Never mind. So, yes. So he's wooden everywhere, really, isn't he? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. dear. Pretty, poor pretty much. But did you ever be watching Corrie? Uh, no, I've not seen much Corrie. What's been going on? She's been and she's gone. Who's been and gone? Carla. Oh. She, she thinks she's killed Jimmy. Oh, yes. And, and so, yes, I'd, I'd heard something along these lines. Yes. yes. So she came back from L.A. Yes. And now what? she's, now she's run back off again. Oh. Not very good. And is Tony having a heart attack and dying this week or something? Uh, Sue, I don't know if it's this week or it's next week, I think. I'm not certain when he is, but yes, I don't, know if he, I, to run. I don't know if he dies, actually. Because mm. I don't think he's drowned until Christmas. Oh, right. Yes, in real, in real terms. Right. He's not drowned until Christmas. Oh. So that, that and more gay news to come, really, here on Tuesday Night Out. Mm. Have you been all right, love? I've, um, Tom, I've been quite tired. Have you been tired? I've been looking, down to you that, are looking I've been, peaky. I've been down to that there, Norfolk. You know, it's very flat. It's very flat, bit, and bit like my six pack. <laughs> if I lie down, yeah. Um, but, from, from but, but more, more with the work thing, and more with the. Can you not get a mobile phone signal in Norfolk? Do they, they don't do mobile phones in Norfolk. No, no, because the the population in Norfolk will soon be over eighty five. Eighty five percent of them will soon be over eighty five. Apparently, oh right. And I go and Vodafone. You can get if I stand on my mother's chimney. It's like no. You still can't get anything. No, it's not very good. Oh dear! It's too flat, you see. Well, I have noticed that it's very flat, isn't it? I've also noticed that this computer has just sort of decided to not do anything. You know, I was was trying to get a story up there, Um, so I'll just tell you that. Go on, poor old Dame Elton John. Oh, she's been a bit ill, hasn't she? Oh, she's had the flu. She's been a bit chesty. Oh, she's been very chesty. I'm, I'm sure her partner, David Furnish, um, has... What's his partner's name? David Furnish. Oh, yes. Has uh, been administrating um, the rubbing on of Vicks, obviously. L- Elinctus. Well, yes. What's and, that Elinctus stuff you get? Um, well, that's... Yes, that's, that's, that's one thing that people could... Um, Put on the chest, but I'm sure. I'm sure. I think Elton's probably going to be the certain sort of person who likes a bit of Vicks rubbed in. Does he? Yeah. Oh, matron. I know. Indeed. Uh, Another ill celebrity. I've found a track here. Oh, for you him. got it ready. I've just. Yes. Got, I've just got you one over there. Yes. No. Well, I found one here. My, yes. Mine was going to be a charming man. What was yours? Oh, we'll, we'll play mine, and you'll oh, find out. It's a little old Moss has been quite poorly as well. Poor little Morrissey. Yes. Yeah, and it was a bit breathy, wasn't he, the other night? A bit breathy. Apparently he collapsed on stage, didn't he? Yes, because he was a bit breathy. Was he, he breathy? Yeah, he couldn't breathe. He's like this breathy thing yeah. around him. I'm feeling a bit... If, if, <coughs> if you, <coughs> I find breathy. that if you stand up and you stop breathing, you do actually tend to fall over and collapse. No. Yeah. I'll stay sat you down for the duration stand, of the show. You don't just stand stationary. And <laughs> sit, you, you be sat sitting there okay, and you'll be yeah. fine. Okay, yes. So, have you got, so, so Morrissey so, but is Morrissey's now better? He's now better, he's yes. LT, he's LT all right? We need well, to know if LT's all right. I don't know, but... Morrissey, who oh, heaven knows he was miserable now. Oh! I'm sorry. But, but at least, he goes for second cheesy link, he wasn't the first of the gang to die. Los Angeles. You are too never been in 
Isn't she supposed to say something at the end of that there? That was the other one. Oh. Do you want the other one? You could have told me. I thought she was going to, you know. Okay, go on then. (laughs) That was Morrissey just falling over at the end of the gig. Right. (laughs) He was breathless. Have we got a song called Breathless? And there was Rowetta. So it's all go here in the old uh, Tuesday Night Out oh. salon this evening. Oh, El Salda Tuesday Night Out. Indeed. A bit, little bit later on. Yes. Well, in a minute I've got Goldfinger. Yes, we, uh, we've, we've got a bit of um, the old Subo, haven't we? Got some Subo. We've got Subo. Yes. Oh, because I went weeks ago, oh, God, it's fabulous. What's that song? It turned out to mm. be Subo. Yeah. But I love it. And then you went, oh, I've got this fabulous new song by Subo. Well, exactly. And we're going to play it a bit later on. Yes. Never, never mind, eh? But we need to do some gay news. Well, it is a gay show, you shall know. Shall I do some gay news for, gay for you? 
Shall I do some neo-Nazi news for you? Do a little bit of neo-Nazi. Why not? Yes. Hello and welcome to Tuesday Night Kill. Tuesday Night Kill, the neo-Nazi programme. Yes, yes. Uh, Brotherhood, a film about two male neo-Nazis who begin a relationship... Uh, has won the Best Film Accolade at the Rome Film Festival. It's the first film from Danish-Italian director... Can he not decide? Uh, Niccolo Donato. Sounds more Italian than Danish to me. Mm. If he was called it, if it was called Sven or... Or Sven or Bacon. Yeah, exactly. Bacon. Or Spam, I don't know. Yes. Uh, who previously Dane worked as a fashion photographer. Anyway, the film tells the story mm. of two men who are part of a neo-Nazi group who persecute, persecute even gay men. Main character, Lars... Uh, joins the group after leaving the army but starts a secret relationship with his mentor in the group Jimmy there you go so uh, other winners at Friday's award ceremony included Dame Helen Mirren Dame Helen Mirren oh I know yes who won best actress for a depiction of Leo Tolstoy's wife in Michael Hoffman's The Last Station while Meryl Streep won a career achievement award less basically if you get a career achievement award sort of means they don't think you're gonna do anything good for the rest of your life now or they think you're gonna die soon thankfully morrissey hasn't received a career achievement <laughs> award <laughs> wonder if elton john has them i don't know uh, italian star sergio castellitto won the best actor award for his portrayal of a blue collar worker and single parent in alza la testa what are you doing there see elton john's like, like won any long-term achievement awards Okay, Sir Elton Hoakley's John. I'm just slightly worried because this 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 computer's flicking between pages at its own will here. Oh, I think you're being controlled from an uh, from an outside source, love. Oh, so yes. Um, mm. Has he has he won any lifetime achievement award? A homosexual? Uh, no, not that I could find. There's too much. Someone has written far too long in Wikipedia. Uh, oh, look at this. So oh, you don't page after page after page after page. Is there a page for a section for awards? I'm just looking. Just personal life, sexual orientation, godchildren, adoption, drugs, alcohol and health, residence and spending, uh, sports and other interests, charity, music. Oh, no. Awards. Oh, here we are. List of Elton John Awards. 1994, Best Original Song. No. Uh, best Original Score in 2000. Mm. Best Musical Show. Best Male Pop. Best Male Pop. Uh, best Male Performance. Um, no, I can't see any lifetime achievement war, so he should still be around for another year or so. Oh, right, okay. Because I, I am putting money on... Um, he has got the Disney Legends Award. No, I'm, I'm putting money on Robbie Williams dying next year. Why? Well, because he's getting the Brits' Outstanding Achievement Award next year. Well, the Pet Shop Boys are still with us. Yeah, I know, and I'm seeing them in December, uh, but, you know, that's still two months away. And so it was the, um, it was the Q Awards of the day. Really? On Monday. I know, Q Awards. And I'll find you the list of those in a minute. But one of the songs was like a classic song winner was Frankie Goes to Hollywood's Relax. Mm. And they remixed it. It's awful. But I'm going to play it a little bit later on. Relax. No, it is. It's like a... Oh. It is. It's, well, in fact, do you want to... Give me a moment. Talk amongst yourselves, callers. Yes, OK, then. Yes, um, he's, he's finding it. Do now. the weather or something. Uh, well, it's actually surprisingly warm still outside for October. My car was saying 16 and a half degrees. So. My See, that's not much different, this bit. Come on, Holly, love, get on with it. Can you see, it's gone the same as every other track in the world. Mm. You could be in a bar spraying deodorant onto this, couldn't you? 
It's just a, it's the, it's the, it's the more gay mix, really, isn't it? Yes. Quite nice man in the video, though, if you look on YouTube. Really? For what, the 09 in, remix. In the 09 remix. The 09 remix. Oh, the, the original one was just people wee, fat people wee on each other. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Do that at home. Mm. Right. So, yes, I've got some other gay news, which I okay, still haven't Okay, your turn for gay news. Then, uh, so unfortunately, as you may have heard at the weekend, a gay trainee policeman uh, was attacked in the centre of Liverpool and he's now fighting for his life. Uh, three people, in fact, actually now I think six people, six boys have now been arrested over the attack of gay policeman James Parks. Uh, he was 22 and he was a trainee policeman and he was um, attacked in the centre of Liverpool on Sunday evening around 10 o'clock. He's the condition, his condition is said to be life-threatening with mm. multi- multiple fractures to his skull. And there are I, I, saw, I, I think I heard on the news that they'd all been released on bail. I'm just going to the next page. Oh. OK, you just go to the next page then. I'll just... Uh, you just stir your, You just dunk your biscuit off. Not yeah. too hard. Yes, six boys have now been arrested between the ages of 14 and 17 uh, for the attack on Liverpool trainee policeman James Parks. Um, he was out with his friends and his partner in Liverpool's gay village on Sunday evening and the 13-strong gang had reportedly been shouting homophobic abuse at them before Parks was attacked at around 10 o'clock. He's in hospital with multiple fractures to his skull and cheekbone and his condition has been described as serious but stable. Four boys have been released on bail while another two were detained just in the evening and they were both 15 years old at that age that's ridiculous have you not got anything better to do no no uh, DCI Tim Keenan said I would or appeal to anyone are you just a little twat who may have information which could help us to catch those responsible for this d- despicable crime to come forward intensive inquiries are mm. taking place and we're currently examining CCTV footage from around the time of the incident to identify those responsible but this the weekend on Sunday night there is a vigil in Liverpool mm. uh as a mark of respect for him. Um, so I'm just going to find you some details on that in a second. Okay. Um, is, do you think this building's on fire somewhere by it, any it's, chance? It's, someone it's has left the heating heat, on somewhere, the heat don't they? just suddenly... It's, it's I hope you don't mind me being here naked. <laughs> no, but look at that. Have you seen me rash? Oh, nasty rash. Nasty rash. A vigil is to be held in Liverpool this Sunday for James Parks. Uh, it's just scrolling down. No. Uh, it doesn't say where or when. Uh, it is going to be in this in the same sort of place. Park's parents, Anne and Ron, have released a statement thanking Liverpool's gay community and local police for their support. And uh, they said that we can't believe the ignorance of the young people who carried out the attack on someone who was just out on a night out with friends and had done nothing wrong. Mm. We are really keen that the young people involved in the attack are caught and brought to justice and would ask anyone who knows anything about the attack to contact the police. It doesn't say where the vigil is going to be, but I assume it's... I think it's in... Um, in the in the gay village of Liverpool in, on Sunday evening. I'll try and find a bit more information on that one. So can I put me Shirley on? Oh, you put some more Shirley on. Web of sin 
My name's Danny Tennant, I play Natty in Hollyoaks. You're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for gays, us soap stars listen to. Anthony, don't Sorry, do it. you've got broken flaps. You leave my flaps alone and get down off your stool. Look, there's, there's, there's now coming out of your flaps there. Oh, hell. Oh, heck, missus. It's not first time it's been told there's nothing coming out of them, to be honest. <clears throat> so, um, is my air conditioning not working? Oh. <sighs> Marvellous. A quarter of your air conditioning isn't well, working. Welcome to Do It Yourself Radio. <laughs> well, yes. Indeed, yes. I found the date, uh, date and time of the uh, vigil in uh, oh, right. in Liverpool. Yes. It's eight o'clock this Sunday on Stanley Street. Right. I'd like to go, but unfortunately I'll probably be looking at the Elephant Man at that point. <laughs> oh, of course, with your, uh, with your face. I'm having major, major facial surgery mm. this weekend. Really? I would come out looking like you. You're having, having some Botox. I'm having a bit of Botox. No, I'm having my tooth out. Oh, I know. I yeah. might never wake yeah. up. I'm having general one, anaesthetic. One wisdom tooth. I'm having general anaesthetic. Apparently, one in a hundred thousand people do not wake up. And I'm useless at getting out of bed in the morning. What am I going to do? God. It might be me. I've already told my boyfriend what songs to play in when I'm in a coma. Like Smith's. Girlfriend in a coma. Exactly, didn't know that one. I said a bit of Depeche Mode and uh, stuff. So I've given him a list. How about Shakespeare's sister and stay? <laughs> If this world is wearing thin And you're thinking of escape Carry on I'll go anywhere with you Just not Skegness Not Skegness <laughs> uh, No, I've not got that one. Oh, what a pity Oh, oh I no, just... oh, hang on Oh Hang on Oh yes Oh, you ready? This is what we'll be playing around your bedside While you're in your comma that's a van. If this world is wearing thin And you're thinking of escape Maury, if you can I'll hear me I'll go anywhere you If you can hear me, Maury, please Just wrap me Whatever you do If you see a white light in the distance Run towards it! Go on, run, run! You, 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 you evil! <laughs> <laughs> 
evil man. <laughs> evil man. I might never come round. Or alternatively, worry if he can see a white light. It's me. I'm shining a torch in your face. Now stop faking it and get up. <laughs> yes. You've got a show to do. So no, it's for the very first time I'm having. I've never had General Assetti before. Haven't you? No. Had it plenty of times. Oh, so, you know, so it's, you know, quite a risk. Marvellous. They were sit there going, now if you'd just like to start counting back from ten. The first time I had it, I went, ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I made it to eight when I had my wisdom teeth out. Oh, shall I see how far I can ten, get? Ten. Nine. Uh, how do you remember that, though? Because you do. Do you? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't wipe your memory. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, I also watched on telly this weekend. Oh, that'd be great, that. You could come out of it. We could go, your name is Irish Robinson. <laughs> i tell you who else I saw on, on telly this weekend. Who did you see on the television this weekend? Mickey Bubbles. I thought he was rather good. It, it, uh, that version he did of Crimea River on the X Factor. Yes. Apart from the fact that, A, he is like what you'd call pretty darn hot. It was, it, musically, it was, it sounded like he turned it into a Bond theme. It did a bit. Yeah, but it was, oh, it was stunning. If, if you can, if you can accidentally download that off an internet connection and accidentally play it at some point, I would not be unhappy. Oh, I don't know where, I've not, no idea where to find that one, so... Well, <laughs> on the ITV player, just, you know, what's the X Factor? <laughs> All right, OK. <laughs> no, but he's, we actually, play it on the radio, you can just give it me. But by Monday evening, I was a bit sick of Mickey Bubbles, because he'd appear on, he had appeared on every show going. I don't care, I watched him on Graham Norton as well. Exactly, and he was quite funny, actually, on and Yes, Norton, he was, think. and he did sing live on there as well, and he's just... Is that on the iPlayer? Shall I get that one? I don't know, but he's, he's, he, he really is just fit. Do you think? Yeah. I see a couple of... Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. A couple of years ago, I didn't think he we was. We could both be dead by then. Well, no. A couple of years, maybe it's not the no, room it... that's hot. Maybe we're both burning up. A um, couple of years ago, I didn't think he was. But now, I think he is. I think he's, he's actually a bit thinner than he was. Mm. I think. But the... on, on the X Factor, when he was properly properly dressed up and in mm. suited, and everything, I was just like, oh, Why is everybody there that comes on X Factor slightly manic? What are they doing to them backstage? Oh, no, he wasn't. Mm. He wasn't. And let's face it, Dermot did say thank Dermot you, did for, thank you for being the first person who'd been normal that we've had as a guest. <gasps> Terrible. Nothing against Robbie Williams. And so I haven't Whitney got any new, any recent Mickey Bubble stuff, so I'll have to have uh, something else. Do, would you like... Would you like... Well, I was going to do a bit of gay news. Some gay news. That's what I was liking. I'd like in gay news. Oh, good then. Uh, the US Senate has passed a bill to give more federal protection against hate crimes to gays and lesbians. The bill is nicknamed the Matthew Shepard Bill. Oh, I saw this. After the gay Wyoming teenager who was murdered in 1998. Uh, it was passed by 68 votes to 29 and will expand federal hate crime laws to include crimes where the victims were targeted on the basis of sexual orientation, gender, identity, gender and disability. The bill attached to the Department of Defence Reauthorisation Bill, a bill to provide the new F-22 fighter jets. <laughs> Obviously, fighter jets, hate crime. They go well together. Two, yes. uh, White House spokesman Shin Iyui said, as the President said back in April, the hate crimes bill takes on an important civil rights issue to protect all of our citizens from violent acts of intolerance, whilst also protecting our freedom of speech and association. He looked forward to signing it into law. Gay groups have fought for years to get the bill passed. Uh, Joe Solmanese, president of the Human Rights Campaign, said, We look forward to President Obama Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize winning 
President Obama, please. Um, signing it into law, our nation's first major piece of civil rights le- legislation for lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender people. Too many people in our community have been devastated by hate violence. We now begin the important steps to erasing hate in our country. It's, it's really terrible, actually, when you think that this is 2009 and that's America's first major piece mm. of civil rights legislation for LGBT people. Is it because they're a little bit religious? I think it's just because they're a little bit backward and behind us. Childhood living It's easy to That you wanted Well I bought them for you Stage line. 
So a bit more shells coming up. Yes, we've had a couple of requests of shells. Requesting for never, 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 never. And the never. final one's going to final one of the show is going to be a shells as well. Is it going to be kiss me, honey, honey, kiss me? It's not going to be kiss me, kiss me. Uh, I love you, I hate you, I love you, I hate you, I love you, I hate you. That's that one. That's oh. never, 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 oh, yes, never, 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 never. Yeah. And it's not going to be I am what I am either. Is it not? No. Oh. And I only can't tell you because I can't remember the name. Yes. So do you remember last week we talked about Jan Bitch, uh, Jan Moyer? Sorry, I said wrong. Oh, okay. uh, so, well, she's apologised to Stephen Gately's parents. Oh, has she? But not to anyone else. Oh, wow. She attacks the hysterical overreaction of, of critics. Mm. Daily Mail communist. Co- 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 don't know if she's a communist at all. <laughs> she's a columnist. Com- she's case. a columnist. Oh. I can't speak. Columnist. Mm. Columnist. Come on, be a communist. You, you never, never know. know. No, she's probably a fascist. Anyway, other pers- political persuasions are available. Exactly. Uh, Jan Moyer has apologised to the parents of, of gay boys' own star Stephen Gately for the insensitive timing of her column last week. Last Friday, the mm. day before his funeral, the journalist called Gately's death unnatural and appeared to criticise civil partnerships and the gay lifestyle. More than 22,000 people complained to the Press Complaints Commission. Mm. In a column last Friday, she wrote, I am not unlike those close to Stephen Gately, mourning for the loss of a much-loved partner, son, family member and close friend. To them, I would like to say sorry if I have caused distress by the insensitive timing of the column published so close to the funeral. As with her column last week, all advertisements have been removed from the webpage. Last week, Marks and Spencers and Nestle uh, asked for the adverts to be removed from her page. Good on you. Mm. She refused to apologise for the views so many found offensive, instead attempting to explain her comments. Mm. Are we sitting comfortably? Mm. I'll begin. Yes. Moya wrote, It was bizarre that public were told Gately died of natural causes before toxicology reports came back. Gately died from pulmonary edema, or fluid from the lungs. He was subsequently found to have smoked some cannabis before he died. She wrote, I, n- I have never thought or suggested that what happened that night represented a so-called gay lifestyle. This is not how most gay people live. Rather, I thought it a loose lifestyle, one that raised questions about health and personal safety. On the use of the word sleazy, she maintained it was sleazy to die on a sofa while your partner is sleeping with someone else in the next room. A third man, Georgi Duchev, did return to the flat with Gately and his civil partner, Andrew Cowles, but it is not clear why he returned. He borrowed a book. We all know we borrowed a book. Moore also restated her support for same-sex marriages. She then turned her attention to the bile, the fury and the inflammatory hate mail she said she'd received and added, to say it was hysterical overreaction would be putting it mildly. Moya wrote, I can't help wondering, is there a compulsion today to see bigotry and social intolerance where none exists by people who are determined to be outraged or was it a failure of communication on my part? No, it's just homophobia on your part. Mm. Can it really be that we are becoming a society where no one can dare to question the circumstances or behaviour of a person who happens to be gay without being labelled a homophobe? If so, that is deeply troubling. The PPC is currently investigating whether to investigate or not. They're investigating whether to investigate. Yes, so there you go. Are they investigating her communism? I think they'll do in her communism and her fascism and her homophobism. They they might want to have a communist on Question Time, you know. Yes, indeed. Although it's going to be very bad for Question Time this week as their ratings slump back down to what they normally are. Everybody I know watched Question Time last week. They normally have ratings of 2 million. They had 8 million last week. Yes. Ooh. Plastic ash. Mm, exactly. Can I give you a, just a bit of a silly story? Oh, your computer's and back it, on. It, it's not even a gay story, this. But no, it's you one, can't do it's it, It's one that I've just seen, and I just think it's quite hilarious. Go on, then. Uh, a smuggler has been arrested in Norway with 14 royal pythons and 10 albino leopard geckos 
duct taped to his body. Ooh. The 22-year-old was trying to sneak the creatures into Northern European country, along with a tarantula in his bag. Oh, that's all they were going to say. Somewhere else. He was stopped for a routine customs check, and the officer found the spider, and they decided to give the man a full body search. Apparently, custom officers quickly realised the man was smuggling animals because his whole body was in constant motion. Oh! Uh, all the, the non-venomous the non-venomous snakes, uh, they were hidden in stockings, one for each snake, ta- taped to his abdomen. Oh, and the geckos were in boxes strapped to his legs. Oh, no. I know, but it's just that of all the things to try and smuggle. Meanwhile, in... But, but actually, thinking about it even more... Mm-hmm. He'd strapped them to his body with duct tape. I mean, can you imagine when he peeled that off? Oh, nasty ooh, gash. Ooh, the, the poor snakes with that stuck to them as well. Oh. You imagine? Well, no, they're in little pouches oh. hanging off it. Oh, but he would oh. But I thought he'd like he strapped to, a python no, down his leg. No, he had it strapped like across there. Can you imagine removing duct tape from your nipples? Even yeah, if actually. you are the, even if even if you are a bit of a hairless wonder like where, me, where can, where can I get some? From? Shut up! Even if you're a bit of a hairless wonder like me, there would still be the odd hair that you would pull out and go hi how hi. I did some waxing this weekend. Did you? Isn't it more enjoyable when it's not you that's being waxed? I loved it. It was great. Who did you wax? That'd be telling you it wasn't Neil. Anyway, um, the uh, also for, chest. While, while we're on back, back. sack and crack. I wasn't going anywhere near the sack or the crack, dear. Has he got a bit of a hairy back? Not that to say. Well, not anymore, obviously. Oh. Bet not anymore, he might be listening. A man has been arrested he after never attempting... Listens. To, no, he's out. ...to smuggle a live chihuahua through customs in his hand luggage. Oh, so you? I do pythons and you have a chihuahua. I've got a chihuahua. The dog was spotted on an x-ray machine at Dublin Airport <laughs> after the flight arrived... Like this be in your bag there, sir. Would you be about smuggling a chihuahua in your bag? I don't know how that got in there. It must have flipped in. A statement on the Revenue website said, Officers of Revenue's Customs Service at Dublin Airport this afternoon discovered a chihuahua-type toy dog. Oh, it wasn't real. Which had been placed in a small cage and hidden in a hold-all bag. The dog, which had been smuggled from Bulgaria to Madrid in Spain and then on to Dublin, was carried on board the aircraft by a male passenger. It continued, when customs officers examined the luggage, the image of a dog in a small cage appeared on the x-ray screen. What if it was a naked one like they do in Red Strip? The dog has been handed over to officials from the Department of Agriculture and Food and is currently awaiting... Eating? No, quarantine. Yes. It's not now going to be a kebab as it was originally going to be. Mm. Indeed. Good. Yes. There you go. Um, I don't know if I've got... Oh, I've got... I did have one story. I'm just trying to find all the stories that I had before uh, my computer decided to um, to do naughty things. And OK, I've got odd, uh, some more odd news. No, I, can, I, can, I, can I go uh, bishop bashing, please? Oh, my God. Oh. You ready? Yes. I can't yet. Hang on. OK, whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, you just take your time over there, don't you? In the church of the poison In a minute. Okay, anyway, uh, Father John Owen, the priest who said earlier this year that gay men are the main perpetrators of paedophilia in the Catholic Church, has resigned as a chaplain at Cardiff University. Speaking on BBC One's Big Questions programme in May, which focused on child abuse scandals in the church, the communications officer for the Archdiocese of Cardiff stated that most of the offences are being committed by homosexuals. Father Owen also said that teenage boys were the group affected by the majority of abuse cases in the United Kingdom, adding, now, what does that tell you? Now, that is a fact. 
Uh, his comments were met with anger from the studio audience. Anger, I say. They all went, grr. And some of them even went... So, whilst, oh, Mr. Tut. Oh, whilst others, such as author and director of Amnesty International, Island Colm O'Gorman, who has written of his own abuse, Who's described... That? I'm not telling you anymore. Colmo, Colmo Gorman. Oh, okay. Just, 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 just. Director of Amnesty International Island. Oh, okay. There you go. What's his name again? Colmo Gorman. Okay, just get him a shoot, get right. Well, that's four times I've said it now. <sighs> Described Father Owen's words as ill-informed, ignorant, corrupt and dishonest. Uh, Owen has been nominated for Stonewall's Bigot of the Year Award for his comments. Congratulations. Uh, Cardiff University spokesman told the institution's student newspaper university concerns were expressed by the vice-chancellor at a meeting with Father John's employer, the Archbishop of Cardiff, held as soon as possible after the broadcast. Cardiff University does not employ any chaplains of any faith. A number of chaplains are appointed by their respective churches to provide pastoral support to members of the university campus. Basically... He's been booted out. I've got one. Have you? You do actually look a bit like Helen Terry, as we said. Thanks. It's okay, look. Uh, a woman who complained about a gay pride march in Norwich mm-hmm. has said she may sue the police and local council after she was investigated for a possible hate crime. Mm-hmm. This was actually in the Daily Mail. Everyone sees mm-hmm. every gay in the world seems to be reading the Daily Mail for more hate mm-hmm. at the minute. Pauline Howe, 67, wrote the letter to Norwich City Council to complain about a pride march that she saw. In the letter, she described gays as sodomites. Lovely. Mm-hmm. She added that homosexuality had contributed to the to the downfall of every empire and was a major cause of sexually transmitted infections. We won't give you one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howe added, it is shameful that this small but vociferous lobby should be allowed such a display to, dis- to such a display unwarranted by the minimal number of homosexuals. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She was then warned in a letter from Bridget Buttinger, the council's deputy chief executive, that she could face charges for hate crime. Buttinger wrote, the content of your letter has been assessed by as potentially being hate-related because of the views you express towards people of a certain sexual orientation. So well done to Norwich City Council. The council then passed Howe's details to the police. Mm, I was there, didn't I? No, and you weren't hit by Howe, were you? Uh, They passed her details to the police and said she was interviewed at her home by two officers who later decided that no crime had been committed because she's just a sad old lady. Howe told the Sunday Telegraph she was not homophobic, was merely expressing her Christian beliefs. Yes. So I don't use the word sodomites every day, love. Do you? Don't you? No. No. Um, but speaking of older people... I've got more, gay, more churchy news in a minute. Oh, well, we've done, we've done enough bishop bashing now. I'll give you some biscuits. Oh, just keep me quiet. Yes, because, you know, we sometimes think of, of, of the older generations being set in their ways mm. and everything, but here's, here's a nice 86-year-old man. Mm. Oh. Sorry, yeah, what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to carry on talking? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Uh, a video clip of Philip Spooner, a soldier who fought in the Second World War, has become an internet hit after he spoke out for gay rights. He was addressing the Maine Judiciary Committee in April. The state legalised gay marriage in May and the law was due to come in effect on a September the 12th, but gay marriage opponents have delayed the law, so state voters will now have to decide next month whether the same-sex marriage should be legal. Uh, his voice frequently cracking, Spooner addressed the hall. Good morning, committee. My name is Philip Spooner. I'm 86 years old and I'm a lifetime Republican. He said, I'm here because of a conversation I had last June when I was voting. The woman at my polling place asked me, do I believe in equality for gay and lesbian people? I was pretty surprised to be asked a question like that. It made no sense to me. Finally, I asked her, what do you think I fought for in Omaha Beach? 
As applause broke out, he said that equality was one of the values of the great nation of America and was worth dying for. The veteran, veteran who was president at the D-Day landings said he and his late wife had four sons, one of whom is gay, all have served in the US military. He said, my wife and I did not raise four sons with the idea that three of them would have certain rights and that the fourth of them will be left out. I was raised to believe all men are created equal and I've never forgotten that. It makes no sense that some people who love each other can marry and others can't just because of who they are. Going to see a play with a homosexual? He'll be using moisturiser next. It's a slippery slope, that's all I'm saying.
job she faded away <laughs> she, <laughs> she merely sat here chewing biscuits and she runs off has she had a lifetime achievement award I don't know <laughs> the wrong button no oh, I don't know yeah. is it nearly time for me to talk song nearly it's time I, for you to talk song I better give you the disc ready in readiness ready ready readiness in ready readiness in readiness Ooh, I better turn that on uh, you know do you remember same sex holding hands Yes, the campaign to hold hands in public. And I, I do remember and live. The uh, well, it's this Saturday is Same Sex Holding Hands Day. It's also Halloween as well. Oh hell! So there's a few few ghouls about. Mm. So yes, yeah, so if if you want to take your uh, take a picture of you holding the hand of someone of the same sex, uh, and you can post it on the adayinhand.com website, mm. and you can do that and email it to your stories at adayinhand.com. But also on Friday evening, if you're in Londinium. Londinium, that there London. There's, there's another candlelit vigil going on, right? We do love our candles as gays, don't we? Because oh, uh, th- uh, there's a candlelit vigil against all hate crime in Trafalgar Square this uh, Friday evening between eight and ten. Mm. Because there's been a rise of uh, hate crimes in London recently, and there was the one, um, the Ian Bainham who was attacked in Trafalgar Square uh, in the last couple of weeks, wasn't there, mm. uh, by two young girls. Yes. And so the uh, gay community in London is coming together and is holding a vigil there in London on uh, Friday in Trafalgar Square, 8 till 10. And also the day in hand, people are also asking you to, t- to hold hands while you're there with a same-sex person and take pictures of it and post it on their website too. Mm. So you can, you can kill two, two events with one stone there. You can kill two events? <laughs> you know what I mean. I was going to say birds, but well, we can't use sexist language like that, really. No. <gasps> Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. The BBC, speaking of sexism, the BBC announces a new cast for a lesbian drama. Oh, yeah, lesbian drama. Lesbian drama, see? Where's the gays? I know how... Where's that one? We never get... There's never any gay television, is there? No. No, Graham Norton's not gay? No. Is that you squeaking, huh? No, at times he's just annoying, really. No, he is. Oh, no, he's just... He doesn't Anyway, uh, the BBC has revealed the cast of its new lesbian drama, Lip Service. Right. Mm-hmm. A six-part series will focus on the sex lives of a group of 20-something lesbian friends in Glasgow. It will be broadcast on BBC Three early next year, and mm. filming has already begun. Oh, oh already? Already. The three female lead roles will be played by Laura Fraser, who's been in Florence Nightingale, mm. Casanova and The Boys Are Back, Ruta Gedmintas, who's been in The Tudors, and Fiona Button, mm. The Palace. Gedmintas plays Frankie, described as an... Ir- Irreverent, not round here, she's not. Irreverent and provocative photographer. Laura Fraser plays Kat, Frankie's former lover, who may not be as immune to Frankie's charms as she professes to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. While Fiona Button plays Tess, Kat's best friend and flatmate, who is struggling to meet Ms. Wright. Get a cat to get to Ikea, dear. As well as the three lead roles, major supporting roles in lip service include Roxanne McKee from Hollyoaks, Emmon Elliott, who was in Paradox and Blackwatch, Heather Peace, The Chase and Blue Murder, and James Anthony Pearson, New Town Killers. Oh, he's a boy. Mm-hmm. Writer and creator Harriet Braun uh, says, All of these characters are very close to my heart, so it has been found. Uh, so to have found such a great cast who bring them to life is so fantastically very exciting. Fantastically very exciting. Fantastically very exciting. Ooh. There you go. So that's your one of the new year, really. Absolutely. I've, I've got a follow up story to last week, actually. Oh, go on then. Well, last week we went out, we, we talked about the gay hurling star in uh, Ireland. Oh, we did. Uh, Donald to be sure, Cusack, to be sure. yes. yes. Um, he's followed that up now by saying his mother will now not attend any of the matches he plays in because of the homophobic abuse she hears. Uh, he said that uh, she doesn't go to games anymore. The stress is too much for her. His sister, Teresa, has been deeply upset a few times by what she's heard. I hate it when it does that to those around me, especially when it doesn't hurt me at all. Mostly it's just the same effing thing. 
He said, the fellows that want to hurt you will go for the personal stuff, calling you queer. Ingenious stuff like that. See, he's got a bit of a cutting tongue, this bloke. Oof, you know, he knows how to get him. It makes no difference to me if you call me broke back. And there are a hundred or a thousand hurlers or rugby players out there in their teens struggling with the ideas of what they are. I hope they know that fools with megaphones or runny mouths, I like that expression. Runny mouths. Runny mouths just don't count. The star said he'd been out with both men and women to find out how he felt about his sexuality. He said, I went out with nice women and good women, but sure, I still knew I wanted something else. I get more out of men. I just do. Always have. I know I'm different, but just in this way. Whatever you may feel about me or who I am, I've always been at peace with it. He also played tribute to his teammates, who he said gave their complete support when he told them he was gay. Hi, I'm Rowetta. Christopher Biggins. Stuart McConey. Mark Gators. Hayley Hopper. Julian Clary. And Alison Tuck, Tuesday Night Out. Tuesday night out. It's a gay show, but don't tell Anthony. Every Tuesday evening, nine o'clock. On WFM. It's not just for the gays. Any old riffraff can tune in. So stay in and listen. Right, can we go back to uh, Miss California? Oh, her of the, her of the breasticles. Carrie Prejean. Mm-hmm. Well, now, the one who publicly disagreed with gay marriage. Mm-hmm. She's being sued for $5,200, the price of her breasticle implants. Why is that? <laughs> the beauty queen is embroiled in a legal dispute with K2 Productions, the directors of the Miss California USA pageant. She was sacked after the controversial comments, although pageant bosses said it was because she had made appearances in her role without their permission. Uh, Prejean is suing K2, pageant coordinator Keith Lewis, his former co-director Shanna Mokler and pageant publicist Roger Neal, slander, libel, religious discrimination, public disclosure of private facts and infliction of emotional distress. One of the claims is said to refer to the breast implants which the company paid for. However, the officials have now launched a countersuit saying that the private facts relate to the boob job and should not be included in her lawsuit. Can you imagine being sued for your boobs? Um, The countersuit, according to E-Online, reads, The alleged private facts consist of her breast augmentation, which ceased being private during the swimsuit competition. (laughs) Which just conjures up images in your mind. Yes, my breast implants became common knowledge at the swimsuit competition when they popped out. <laughs> uh, yes, when she walked the stage in a bikini. They're demanding that she returns the money or the boobs. Can you imagine? <laughs> Get over the post. And well, Kerry Katona did it on uh, eBay. Apparently, Kerry Bridgeon recently claimed that divine intervention had led to her comments on gay marriage. Oh, God told me to do it. Can you just pass me the iPod a moment, please? Oh, yes, sorry. Would you like the iPod? I definitely find some on, 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 on. Oh, we've got to oh, go. Oh, oh, ow. Oh, under a oh, wire. This is, you you do wire. something, I've just got to find something. I haven't got another story. Oh, that hell. was my last story. Oh, I'll tell you what, let's see. Let's let's see what I can find here for you. Um, oh, it's frozen on me now. Oh, uh, well, now, you see, that's that's just completely your fault. Well, shall I, shall I do, shall we do some share later and then we'll come back when normal service has been resumed? Go on, then. I, I who have nothing, I, I who have no one, Adore you and want you so. I'm just a no one with nothing to give you but all. 
buy her diamonds Bright, sparkling diamonds But believe me, dear, when I say That she can give you the world But she'll never love you the way I love you You can take her any place she wants To fancy clubs and restaurants But I can only watch you with my nose pressed up against the window pane. I, I who have nothing, I, I who have no one. Must watch you go dancing by, wrapped in the arms of somebody else, darling. Tis on who loves you. What's that word I'm looking for? It's gay. Hi, I'm Rowetta, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out on WFM. Or is that short version of her again? Oh, is that the wrong one? <sighs> Hang on, try this one. Hi, I'm Rowetta, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, it's for black Jewish singers too. That's the one. I've broken the iPod. Are you pleased to know? Oh, well, clever you. So it's just me and you singing for the rest of the show. Oh, right, okay. Are you ready for um, this? <coughs> Okay. You should do the flumps first. And moving swiftly on. Speaking of, uh, of nutters, do you remember uh, Mohammed Al Fayed? Yes. We wouldn't let him become British. Yes. He decided he wants to be Scottish now. Right. Yes, he's, he keeps trying, doesn't he? Mohammed Al Fayed has said that he would like to be the President of Scotland. Is that like that film, The Last King of Scotland? Okay. The Howard's owner told Sunday Times that his fellow Scots. Mm. How Scottish is Mohammed Al Fayed? I don't know. On a scale of one to ten? Uh, they should fight for independence. He explained that he feels close to the Scots because he believes they are descended from an Egyptian princess. Right. Yes, which is available for sale in the store. Uh, you Scots have been living in a coma for too long, he said. It's time for you to wake you, waken up and detach yourselves from the English and their terrible politicians. Mm. Because they didn't give me a British passport. Oh, Whatever right. help is needed for Scotland to regain its independence, I will provide it. When you Scots get, regain your freedom, I am ready to be your president. However... I don't like that Alex Salmond, he said. I asked him to meet I asked to meet him, but he refused. I wanted to give him some help and advice, but he didn't want to know. Strange that not. Mm. I buy property in Scotland, I employ people there, I bring in tourists there, I believe in Scotland, but he still won't see me. That's because you're slightly barking. Well, yes. Oh, another story I've got for you. Oh, have you? You know last week we said Jill Gascoigne Oh, her of Cat's Eyes was going to be the new um, Glenda Mitchell Yes It's not It's not Whoa 
they've had, they've had to do an emergency recast. What's happened? And they found another 80s police person. Oh, this is just not good enough. Yes, Jill Gascoigne has stepped down from the role of EastEnders' Glenda Mitchell, forcing the soap's bosses to recast the character just days after the initial announcement. Mm. With such tight filming schedules, the, seri- the series was forced to hire a replacement, opting for 53-year-old ex-Dempsey and Makepeace actress Glynis Barber. Oh. Not. So we've gone. So obviously, someone's got bits to come on uh, '80s police there because we've gone from 73-year-old uh, uh, Glenda, not Glenda Jackson, mm. Jill Cascoyne, it's Glenda yes. Mitchell, to 53-year-old Dempsey and Makepeace actor Glynis Barber. Oh dear! Early this week, producers revealed that Gascoigne, star of The Gentle Touch and Cat's Eyes, had signed to play the role of Archie Mitchell's Larry Lamb's estranged wife, Glenda. Mm. However, during her first down set. Glenda Gascoigne took the decision to withdraw from her filming commitments as she felt that she lacked the right experience to film such a big continuing drama. Right. Ooh, speaking of her conclusion to step down, she said, I was looking forward to playing Glenda, but having spent the last 15 years working in America, largely acting in single drama and writing fiction, I felt, on arrival, I lacked the right experience to film such a big continuing drama. Mm. I.e., Lordy Lummox, I didn't know I had to work so hard. <sighs> Uh, I have tremendous respect for EastEnders and the cast, so I didn't want to let the show or my fellow cast members down. She added, I'm really sad that I won't now play a part of EastEnders, but I'd like to wish Glynis Barber the best of luck in her role of Glenda. Mm, she'll need it. She never was the best of actresses. No, Barber... I remember when she was in Blake 7 as well. <laughs> Suling. Oh, God, she was awful. Oh, really? I mean, it, oh, it, really. I mean, I know Blake 7 was a bit hammy. Well, so EastEnders. It was really. like it was a whole pig, really, wasn't it? It was. But... Oh, she smoked was, at that. She was awful. Really? Oh, wooden. Made, well, made Craig Kelly look like an, an animated object. It's, it reminds me of the story when um, Bette Lynch came back, Julie Goodyear came back. Yes. And she left when and it was left. only twice a week. And mm. then she realised, actually, oh, it's five days, it's five shows a week now. Mm. I can't actually cope with that. No. So she left again. Yes. These people, mm. they just run away. It's not good, is it? No, it's not. No. I, I feel I should complain to my local MP. Tuesday night out. Oh, we're nearly at the end. Oh, are we? Crumbs, Mrs. Uh, oh, are we, so we are finishing with a burly track, aren't we? Yes, I've got to find it, though. Oh, right, OK, that's fine. Don't worry. Is it just mm, me, or have, we, have yes. we been kind of, like, appallingly bad this week? We haven't been appallingly bad. We've just not been as organised as we could be. No, well, yes, I know. Don't worry, the podcast will make it sound perfect. And let's face it, the guest... I had some podcast the, news! The guest that's supposed to have been coming in for the past three weeks, don't we? Yes, yeah. and we, we might not be here next week. No, because you might still be talking like... I might still look like the elephant man. So, yes. No uh, I've got some news on the podcast. Then. Yes, sorry, yes. The podcast, which was, which was um, launched... Hang on, February. Nine months ago, yes. today, yes. has had, mm-hmm. it passed yesterday, its 10,000th download mark. Oh, hey. come on. Yes. More than 1,000 downloads a month yes, for it's having, us. It's having about 1,100 downloads a month at the minute. How good is that? We love you people. Indeed he do, Darday. We just so, have to hope these, these aren't 11,000 different people who've downloaded it and never downloaded it again because they realise something wrong me. <laughs> Shh! Don't tell me that. Yes, no. We think it's we think it's brilliant that people have done that, and oh. you can always get that at choosingoutout.co.uk. You can get the ten most recent ones. Ten most recent ten ones. Most recent ones. If you want any more, just let us know. We can get you yes, one. If you if you just get in touch with us at choosingoutout.live.co.uk, send us a message, and we'll just you know. 
pop it in the post. We'll pop it on a postcard for pop you. Pop it on a postcard. <laughs> Indeedy. So you can get that on iTunes and about a dozen other podcast download services are oh, available. are they? Indeed, it's on podcast.com, I noticed. Wow. Yesterday, you know? oh. yeah. It's also on a lesbian and gay one. It's a special queer pod or something. Oh, Put it on there Q-pod. as well. Yes. It is, it's, it is, I think it is called Q-pod. Oh, is it? Indeed, yeah. Well, be a good so name for it anyway, you, wouldn't it? Can you just, can I just, you just prattle on a bit about the weather for a minute again the no, weather again well again out. it's very I'll warm and it's still absolutely boiling song. in here as well Isn't and um, and this is a mouse and, and this is a microphone and what have you got coming up for the f- in the next week dear in the next week well I've got a couple of days off work because it's my birthday is it your birthday, birthday are you going out this weekend yes going out on Saturday night yes. I know I begged the hospital to bring my appointment forward you bitch <laughs> so I'm going out for a few drinks and a bit of karaoke on Saturday night oh yes if you feel like a bit of karaoke uh, did the back time was it not working? Okay, uh, right. Hang on. Can you not do basic maths, Maury? Basic basic backward maths. Yes, I know. Fifty-six thirty-four. Oh, Ooh, too late. Okay. Gotta go. Never mind. Anyway, we're going to finish off with a fabulous Shirley Shirley track. Okay, and don't forget, it's my birthday this week. Is it your birthday this week? It's my week? birthday on Friday. This, uh, this is my life. Twenty-four. I'll be by Burley Chassis. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> How a lonely day can make a person say What good is my life? Funny how a breaking heart can make me start to say What good is my life? Funny how I often seem to think I'll find another dream in my life That's the end of the Tuesday Night Out podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to it live every Tuesday evening, 9 o'clock, on wfmradio.org. And get the podcast at tuesdaynightout.co.uk. Let me live. Let me live. Sometime when I feel afraid, I think of what a mess I've made of mine. Forgetting all the breaks I've had in mind